Pop in the lid on all things real estate with Tina Miller Light and Sherry Ann Houser Bush. Your place to pop in and learn all about the home buying and selling process in a fun and lighthearted manner. Happy Thirsty Thursday, everyone, and good morning, Tina. Good morning, Sherry Bush. Good morning. What do you call a dog that meditates? A dog that meditates. <laughs> I don't know. You caught me off guard on that one. A werewolf. <laughs> a werewolf. A werewolf. Get it? Yes, I got it. So, how was um, your evening last night? Your pre-birthday party adventures of trying to find the best margarita in Clovis. Old Town Clovis. Old Town Clovis. So, we left the office. First of all, we vastly underestimated the length of the walk to the first stop and we were ready to call an uber to come get us just to take us to the first stop well i saw you guys walking out here oh my gosh was that the first stop yeah we didn't realize how long of a walk that it was gonna be so our first stop was hacienda tequila oh okay and we were told i mean we've been there before for lunch and so not really drinking there we're eating i'll tell you the food is freaking good I'm going to have to try that place. Oh, it's really good. But here's what I have to say about it. First of all, we were the only ones in there. And it was 4 o'clock. So I felt like 4 o'clock, there should have been a few more people there, right? Right. So the bar- Was happy hour? Is there a happy hour? I don't know. Huh. But the bartender was talking to a guy sitting at the bar. And clearly, she was more interested in flirting with this guy than she was helping us serving yes driver one and driver two yes silver driver one and so driver two yes okay so um where was that um so so, she was more involved in the boy the guy than you guys yes so the menu i was excited about because they had margaritas i'd never heard of they had banana and strawberry and blueberry and blackberry and all these fun flavors quite frankly the banana one sounded disgusting but i settled on i want blueberry we don't have that like it's on your thing we're out like okay i want this flavor we're out went through two or three we're out and finally i just wound up with um I think a mango one and April got, I don't know what April got, but anyway, they don't use fresh fruit. So it was all a syrup. Like a concentrate? Yeah, like it was a, a, syrup. a syrup. It was a syrup. And that's why they were out of the blueberry and other flavors because yeah. they were out of the syrup. They were out of the syrup and it, it just wasn't good. It okay. tasted like cough syrup it tasted like flavored cough syrup and kool-aid if you mixed them together and so uh-huh. i gave mine a four april was a little more gracious she gave hers a six out of ten yes now did you girls try their regular house margarita no okay so you went for the flavored we went april might have gotten a regular one i don't remember so anyway and so then we walked all the way back down to salsa's oh my goodness <laughs> you know it was by the time you got there you lost your buzz if you had one at that point. Yeah. No, I didn't have a buzz yet. So we got to salsas, and salsas never disappoints. Right. Never Did disappoints. You have the, is it the Cadillac one where they put the little 
Yeah. Bottle of something in it. Grand Marnier. Yes. April got that. Yes. I got um, a frozen lime margarita. Now, when I ordered it, I didn't know it was coming frozen. I just asked for a lime margarita and thought right. I didn't get it on the rocks, and it came to me blended. And so I took a point away for that because girlfriend doesn't like the brain freeze. And I will tell you, I got a brain freeze so hard I felt like I was going blind. Oh yeah. I and I that. I did that trick where you're supposed to put your thumb in the top of you know the mm, roof of your mouth, right. and it's supposed to make it go away. Yeah. Didn't work. Well, they're supposed to be sippers, not suckers. Well, I mean, we were on time frame, girl. Oh, okay. So anyway. You got the, okay, Cadillac. She, hers was a 10. I gave mine a 9. If oh. it was on the rocks, I probably would have given it a 10. The salsa, bomb. You have chips and salsa. Oh, we ate our body weight in chips and salsa. Okay. Like, yes. I, not. So salsas and Old Town Clovis, check mark. Yes, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Okay. So then we walked from there over to Michelangelo's where we finally just set up camp. Um, I had, what did I have? I don't remember. I had a, I don't remember what flavor I got. They have flavored ones there? Yeah. I don't remember what flavor Diego it make it for you? Diego did make it for me. Mm-hmm. It. April got one. I don't remember what flavor she got, but... We both gave them a 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. I mean, it was great. And it was it was fun. We had a fun night together. Glad that we did it. Michelangelo's won the best margaritas in Old Town Clovis. Uh, Highly recommend so them. So better than salsas, you think? They had, a, they had an edge. They had an edge. And the pizza, yes. And the pizza, oh, girl. What kind of pizza did you go for? We had... Pepperoni, sausage, chorizo, mushroom, and red onion. Wow, that sounds amazing. I love the chorizo on there. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. So good. Okay, well, we're going to have to put that down in the books of uh, places to go and things to best margaritas in town. Yes, and so I feel like our next little project will be you and I going and Best tacos, like the best yes. tacos. Should we do it Old Town or should we do it just everywhere? Well, should we do restaurants or should we include taco trucks? <gasps> oh, oh, because yeah, I know you have your favorite taco I truck right have, across the street. I do. I, I love that taco truck. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure that out. Stay tuned for that. So anyway, um, today we're going to be talking kind of you know what got us into real estate why we love what we do kind of best practices kind of thing and so i'm gonna start by asking tina how she got involved in real estate well i got into real estate i I got my license in 2014 so nine years ago and prior to that i would say a year prior to that i was um working for a, I was working as an office manager for a real estate attorney. And he actually encouraged me to go out and obtain my real estate license because I think at the time he was thinking that he would um, start dabbling in real estate himself. Well, um, while I was in the middle of studying and getting my license, um, his office closed. So then I found myself with no job And I thought, well, I was in the middle of trying to get my real estate license and I wanted to switch 
gears on what type of job I was doing because for the last 20 or so years I had been in more office type jobs, bookkeeping, things like that, where I was working behind a computer at a desk inside a cubicle or, you know, closed office all day long. So I wanted something that I could get out into the community and get face to face with people. And I just had a real passion to want to, you know, help people, assist people in obtaining, you know, buying a home. And because I remember my first home that I bought, um, you know, it was a very exciting time and I didn't know anything about buying a home. And I just was really wonderful to have a, a real estate agent or a realtor help and guide me through that. So I decided to go ahead and move forward and I got my license, went and took the state license, California State Board license. And then I, um, I was talking to another agent that I knew through um, a club we belong to, Junior League. Um, and I was letting her know that, you know, I had gotten my real estate license and she goes, oh really, well where are you hanging your license? And I'm like, well, I don't know, I've, you know, gone out to a couple other brokers already and kind of looking around and she's like, well, you need to come over to Realty Concepts and check them out. So I did and I loved it and I've been here ever since. And so that's how I got started in real estate. Oh, I like that you said, you wanted something that's going to give you some flexibility because while you were describing that other job, all I could think is that that sounds terrible. It was. I mean, it, it, the first couple of years it was great, but yeah, I mean, I took kind of a break in between for a year or so, and I just thought to myself, it's so boring and just so not boring, but necessarily just when you're sitting behind a cubicle all day long and you're looking at numbers or you're looking at a computer. It's very tiring and wearing, and to me, it wasn't gratifying. Mm -hmm. You know, I felt like I there was a bigger purpose for me, and that I was missing out on what I was meant to be. Right. And with you know real estate, it really opens a lot of doors because you know you get more involved in your community. So if you want to you know help out in your community and also help people that maybe didn't think that they would ever be able to get into a home and um, it, it's just it can be really challenging but at the same time rewarding um, and the flexibility like you said so I can make my own schedule and I can work as hard as I want or not as hard but obviously the harder you work as a real estate agent the more you know closings you're gonna have the more commissions you're gonna make but also more importantly the more people you meet and it's just really satisfying to know that you've helped a family, you know, accomplish something like buying a home that maybe they didn't think they'd, they'd be able to do. Yeah, I saw you in the office yesterday meeting with this very sweet little old man for hours. Yes. Like, I was concerned. <laughs> you guys don't know, but here in front of our office, we have three-hour parking, and there's Parketing? Parketing. Parketing. Park, <laughs> I get ticketed for parking. <laughs> created a new word. So they have these two little guys, and they walk around together with these chalk sticks. And I don't know why they do it together, because it makes no sense. 
And so they're just walking and marking your tire. And every hour they come around, they put another mark on your tire. So when you get three marks, you get a ticket. It's not cool. It's not cool. They're like the little chalk police. So Tina had... Chalk police. I was watching these marks just pile up on Tina's car while she was in there meeting with her client. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Do I interrupt and say, hey, Tina, give me your keys? I just, I didn't know what to do. And so finally I came upstairs and they were just wrapping it up. And so... Tina's car was saved. Yes, and they ran downstairs and moved it. Thank she you. She ran like like wildfire. <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying that I appreciated so much is how much time you spent with this gentleman. Um, having people don't have people come into the office anymore. They're all here. I'll just stock you sign or whatever. I thought it very sweet and professional that you had him in and you spent so much time making sure that he understood everything and I think you wrote an offer for him yes we did I just met him too over the weekend at an open house he came into the listing that I was holding open and asked me to show him another house after I closed down my open house so we I did I showed him the property and then he came in the next day obviously to write up the offer but it's interesting you say, you know, you said, you know, showing and talking with him for a couple hours, explaining things. It doesn't happen all the time, but it's a case-by-case basis, whatever the client needs, whatever they're comfortable with, you know, and he, we went through the purchase agreement line by line, and, and he felt comfortable, and he continued to tell me how much he appreciated the time that I was taking with him, because not every agent that he meets takes that kind of time. And um, so people do appreciate when you take the time and you treat them like they're um, your client, like we should be, you know, and we're the ones with the knowledge and the skills. And so, yeah, thank you. I was, it took some time, but I have, you know, I've, over the years, I've learned how to be patient and really educate people. That's really important when you're, especially when you're buying something like a home, you know, that's the biggest mm-hmm. investment most people will buy. So yeah, that really speaks to your passion Yeah, for who you are as a person and how you run your business and just your desire to serve people. I, oh. I appreciate that about you. Oh, and we're going to get a little tear. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I, that just touched me to, to see and, I appreciate that about you. So thank, thank you. you. I, I'm glad you fell into the career that you were meant to do. I am too. I don't regret it at all. And you know, sometimes I think to myself, when "What the, a wonderful day!" You know, yes, and you know, in this business in real estate, it is you know, there's ups and flows. You know, it's uh, ups and downs, and um, you know, the most important thing is just to remember always why you're doing this business, and it just it makes things it makes things more clear and just keeps you going. So I don't ever regret it. If you're someone listening to this and you're thinking about getting into real estate and you're thinking you want to get into real estate because you've heard you can make all this money, then I'm going to tell you that that's probably mm, your heart needs to be in it to serve people and generally want to help people rather than your priority being to make money correct that money will come the more you take care of your clients but it's got to come from a from a place from your heart where you just you have that desire 
to serve people and to help them. This is the biggest financial decision of people's lives. Yes, it is. And that's that's a big deal yes. to be trusted with that responsibility. And that explains why, you know, not every single deal closes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of emotion packed into um, every transaction and talking with our clients and, you know, keeping them going and moving forward and, you know, talking about and addressing their concerns and their fears. And sometimes it's it works out and sometimes it doesn't. It's always what's ever best for the client. Absolutely. Yep. Always so, comes first. Miss Bush. Miss Miller. Let's hear your story, my friend. Okay. So I kind of like you when I was in Nashville, if you guys can tell I have a little bit of an accent. I like to tell people I'm from Bakersfield. Um, Bakersfield, Nashville? Bakersfield, California. Because people say, you're from the South. And I always laugh. I'm, yeah, I'm from Bakersfield, like Southern California. I mean. Oh, I've never thought, I've never heard of that before. Yeah, that's what I always say. It just, you know, because I get asked just about every day of my life, where are you from? It gets a little old sometimes. Yeah. And so I just started telling people, oh, yeah, I'm from the South. Well, what part? Love, I'm from Bakersfield. Yeah, I love the Nashville um, accent. My little twang. Yeah, it gives, um, it matches your personality for sure. Yeah, Derek Vagum loves it. Just just happened today. Say ambulance. Favorite thing ever. Ambulance. Ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. So anyway, uh, when I was in Nashville, I worked for a Christian music company. I was the director of account executives. And so I oversaw a customer service and collections department. And I loved that job, loved it, did it for a long time, but I sat in an office Mm -hmm. all day long. I talked to people on the phone, customer service, like I trained my staff. It was great, but you know, it wasn't, I'm like, I'm trapped, 7.30 to 4.30, Monday through Friday. And so when I moved to California and I was told, just stay at home and be a housewife, that wasn't for me. So when I got divorced, I mean, I started a pet sitting business in the meantime because I'm the kind of person I need to work. But when I got divorced, I was like, okay, I'm not going to support myself walking dogs. And my neighbor across the street, who is a realtor for a different company, said, you've got the personality for real estate. Come do this with me. Not something I ever wanted to do. I enjoy going, looking at model homes, getting decorating ideas, blah, blah, blah. But never something I felt like I'd be passionate about holy cow, I did it. And this has been the most exciting and draining thing at the same time I've ever done. I don't think I've ever been more passionate about anything other than running in my life. Like you talk about accidentally stumbling into what you're meant to do. That was kind of me. Like, I was going to go to property management. I was going to get the license, property management, kind of do my, you know, my thing. I didn't, I don't know. It just didn't click for me. Yeah, I think um, real estate definitely matches your your personality. Yeah. Selling I, real estate. Because you, you really give 100% to all your clients. That's so fun. So I can see there, you have such a drive about you, you know. Yeah, thank you. And you're very creative. And you do you you really do more than a lot of agents would do. I mean, I've seen you on ladders and 
really getting there scrubbing and cleaning and going above and beyond. You know, it's funny you say that because I get a lot of crap for it. People are like, why do you do that? You're letting your clients take advantage of you and blah, blah, blah. I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way at all. I feel like I'm getting paid. Mm -hmm. I'm getting paid to do something that I love and that I'm passionate about. And you know what? If scrubbing a toilet is going to help sell that house for my client, why wouldn't I want to do that? Why would I not want to do everything that I can possibly do to help that client, regardless of whether Susie or Peter or whatever, what they have to say about it, like they're taking advantage of you, it's not part of your job. No, my job is to have a satisfied client and to do everything in my power to get that house sold for them. And so, no, I love doing it. Yeah. I mean, scrubbing my toilet, scrubbing toilets, my favorite thing to do. No, I don't even like to scrub my own toilet. No, but you know what's going to take to get that house sold. Yeah. And if you know that you're, if you notice that your client's not moving forward with, you know, making sure that it's done, you're stepping in without hesitation to get it done. Yeah, and I apologize for all the beeping that's going on in the background. I put my stuff on Do Not Disturb. That shows how busy you are. And I have stuff just coming through, and I'm like, and every time it happens, it distracts me. And so, apologies. So, that's that's why I, I kind of got into real estate like you. I have zero regrets. I hope to do this until my dying breath, and that will probably be what happens, is I'll probably be on my deathbed. Hang on, Jesus, i got to make one more phone call. <laughs> Don't take me yet. I get one yes. more toilet well, to scrub. Well, and that's another great thing about real estate is longevity, right? We could be mm-hmm. doing this well into retirement. What happens when we're blind and we can't drive, but we still want to show property? We have an assistant. <laughs> Tina, we can't both go blind at the same time. We both have to, like, neither one of us can go senile. Yeah. Like, one of us has to be, like, between the two of us, we have to be a whole person. Yes. And so we can go, okay. Come on, Bessie, get in the car. We're going to go out to Oakhurst today. We're going to show some property out in the foothills. Things are going to be, can you imagine? Don't break your hip. At that age, uh, everything will be completely different than what it is now. I know. It's moving so fast. It's crazy how fast. Oh, speaking of which, I just want you to know that I'm creeping up on my 100th cell in my career. All right. High five. High five. Yeah. That is amazing. I, I, I think I'm going to make it this year. I'm, I've got three in escrow, and I think those three clothes, I I think I'm only two away. Really? It's that exciting. Is, you got to go count because that is reason for a celebration. And your birthday is coming up. You better believe I'm so going to be So it's going to celib- be a great year for you. I hope so. I hope so. But it's all about helping people. So whatever. I don't sweat it too bad, like when I'm slow. Yeah. I try not to sweat it too bad because I know, you know what? What's supposed to happen is going to happen. If I'm just out and I'm talking to people and I'm coming from a place of helpfulness, Mm -hmm. I don't, I feel like you have, Real estate's not just selling a house. I know people think, oh, they just want to sell me a house. They just want to sell me a house. No, we don't want to just sell you a house. We want to educate you. We genuinely want to help you make your dreams come true. We want to help you get that house sold so that you can move on to the next chapter in your life, whether 
you're upsizing to buy a bigger home because you have a growing family or you're moving across the state or Mm -hmm. Or, into assisted living. Yeah, assisted living. Or maybe um, your family is selling your home because you've passed away. Or there's things like short sales. You know, people get into financial, you know, trouble. And Mm -hmm. um, in order to move on into a better life, you know, it's time to put the house up for sale and move on. Or maybe you're unfortunate enough to be going through a divorce. You know, a lot of married couples that own a home together call us for services in situations where it's not the greatest time in their life, but they really rely on us to assist them uh, with a smooth transaction. And in situations like that, we're, we're playing more, um, we're the kind of the middleman between the two, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, it's funny because we, we say a lot, oh, I was the, I'm the therapist today or, you know. But it's so true. We put, we wear so many hats, and you know our clients rely on us so much to to be there for them in all stages of their lives. Um, and I've I can speak personally. You know I've been there for people I've met. You know one time, and also people that um, have referred me to their friends and family, and also to my own family and friends. Um, my family has given me a lot of support in my business and um, I think my mom um, has sold three times over with me sold and bought three homes Uh, my dad um, you know we've done a couple of 1031 exchange properties for him and um, you know I've got a lot of great memories of all of the transactions I've done and how it's helped people in different you know ways so um, it's great. It's exciting and it's very fulfilling. Can I tell you my favorite? Because you just reminded me, my favorite memory in helping someone. I had a client. Um, his wife had passed away. All he had is a daughter. They called me and I went over. He'd been in assisted living for several months before I decided to list the family home. He built this home from the ground up, and he would sit and watch them, like put on the wood. If he didn't like the piece of wood, he would say, no, I don't want that piece. Give me a different one. Just the love that went into watching him build that house for his family and hearing the story. So I staged it for him. I went, I went all out. I bought a ping pong table <laughs> because there was a front room that was so big. I didn't know what to do with it, but I wanted to give vision. And so I bought a ping pong table and then I bought some movie prints, um, framed them. And so I just turned it into this big game room. And then I sat down with him and his daughter's name is Papa Jerry. And I'm not going to cry telling the story. So Papa Jerry, obviously is very important to me now, but I sat down, I took my puppies. I had, my puppies were puppies at the time, Monster and Monkey. And he loved animals. Mm -hmm. So I took the puppies over and sat down on the couch with him and his daughter. And I asked him, give me the history of the house. Like, give me your best memories. You know, he talked about building the house. He talked about the birthday parties and his daughter sneaking out and (laughs) how sweet the neighbors are. And he talked about the little two-year-old girl next door and just how much he loved this house. And so... I videoed it, 
and it's special now because I have that and the family has that now. He passed away during COVID. I was the only non-family member that was at the funeral because of COVID. They invited me in. They bought me, they bought me a piece of Lily. It's now upstairs in our office. Mm. And because I don't have a green thumb, the lady that takes care of our plants here, she waters my Papa Jerry plant for me. But we got several offers on the home. And the first offer that came in, I said, thank you so much. Um, Here's a video. And so I sent that video to this buyer's agent and she called me. She said, I want you to tear up that offer that we submitted to you. And I was like, oh no. She said, we're rewriting it for $5,000 more because we are so touched by the story of him and how much this house meant to him. We want to pay him more for his house. Wow, that's amazing. I mean, such a cool story. And that's what, to this day, and that was, I think I was just two years into real estate at the time, so 2017. That'll forever, forever be kind of my favorite thing. And I would go visit him in assisted living every weekend, took the dogs. He came to my nutcracker parties. I mean, until I was with him. The night, but the night before he passed away, yeah. I was invited over so I could say my my goodbyes, and he wasn't kind of lucid or anything. But I was able to see him one last time. This is why I do what I do, and when I say we don't want to just sell your house, this yeah. is personal for us, and this is really why we do what we do. And look, Papa Jerry just popped up <laughs> right here on my computer. Look oh at my that. Gosh. He's listening. listening. I love you. Pop, pops. And you know what? I always say, I always tell people, clients, when I meet them for the first time and I start working with them, I tell them we're going to be friends forever Mm -hmm. because that's really what it turns into being is a friendship. Yeah. I hear a lot of people say, I want to be your realtor for life. I I don't want to be your realtor for life. I want to be your friend for life. I want to be your support system for life. And if you need to sell a house or you need to buy a house, by all means, call me. Look, there's another one of him popped up. <laughs> this is crazy. It's like he's watching. Aww, Look at it. He's watching. He's hearing. So you well, guys aren't have... seeing this. My computer, I my pictures just kind of scroll through. That's crazy. Like randomly in my back, my, what do you call it? Your screensaver? Screensaver. And it's like all of a sudden all these pictures of Papa Jerry are popping up. Oh. That's Okay, that's going to make me cry. Like <laughs> The timing of that is just crazy. Well, and not only are they clients for life, but they call for all different types of things. I mean, we they invite us to family gatherings and parties and get-togethers. And when they need assistance with anything, you know, mm-hmm. we have a wealth of information and contacts. So um, that's another great thing about this business is we meet a lot of people. And... We know who does good work, and we can provide that information to our clients when they need assistance. Yeah. So. I always have resources for you post-close. For sure. You better invite us back to your house because we want to see what you've done since you've bought it. Yes. Well, I think we've been going on long enough about us. I love that. We rambled. That No, I think we told our story. Yeah. We told our stories. So thanks for listening, and um, hopefully you, you're feeling a little bit more connected to us now, and you know who we are, and 
where our hearts are and we hope to provide really great content for you guys down the road. Yeah, I want to be a valuable service to you. So anyway, um, we hope that everyone has a great rest of your week, great weekend. And as always, peace, love, and real estate.